Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about whether or not a runner should try a more aggressive treatment for an aching Achilles tendon. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Today, I was on a consultation call with a runner who has had a long history of Achilles tendon problems. Now, she recently tried some new things that did make an improvement, but the problem is she's not really certain that the improvement is from the new treatment she's been doing because she simultaneously also decreased her activity bit. So now she's in this kind of weird place where she's trying to figure out what to do next. You know, she doesn't know for sure that the treatments that she's been doing are really helping because, you know, it could just be that there's so much less stress on the Achilles tendon right now because she stopped some of the activities that were aggravating the tendon. It could just be that. So really what she's trying to do is figure out what to do next. And should she continue with some simple conservative treatments that aren't very risky? Or should she try to do something riskier to try to get it to finally heal or at least heal faster. So we were in the call today. I basically tried to explain to her that there are really two things you have to consider fully. Number one, what is the risk if you try a less aggressive treatment? And secondly, what is the risk if you try a more aggressive treatment? Now, if you've had pain for many months or even years, I mean, really, what's the risk of trying something that's conservative, something that's simple, something that's non-invasive and not expensive? Think about it. If you just take a couple of extra weeks of healing, who cares? I mean, the grand scheme of things, that's not a big loss if you've already been healing for a long period of time or, I guess in this case, not healing. So let's imagine this scenario. You've had pain and maybe a little bit of swelling and some ongoing stiffness that kind of wax and wanes for months or years. But in the last couple of months or the last couple of years, you've noticed that there's this kind of sudden increase in the persistence of the stiffness or a sort of immediate stiffness that seems to develop right after you do short runs or plyometrics or, you know, stressful exercises. And of course, that makes you concerned because you can tell the Achilles tendon seems to be getting worse. So if you try some simple things like icing and stretching and you decrease your activity a little bit and you start to improve, you, of course, become encouraged. And basically, if you have an Achilles tendon injury and you're just not getting better and the doctor tells you that you might want to consider a more aggressive treatment like a PRP injection or surgery, well, you have to really think about this. You have basically four alternatives. Now, the first alternative is the simplest one. So if you've had a problem for a long time and you're not really getting better and you're not really getting worse, that means that you have some sort of healing that's taking place, but the activity or the stress you're applying to the tendon and the collagen within the tendon is canceling out the healing that is happening. So if you can do something to either increase the speed of the collagen production and the speed of the healing, then you should get over the hump. At the same time, if your rate of healing that you've had all along stays the same, 
but you decrease the stress and strain to the tendon, well, that can also work because it gets you to the same place of shifting the balance in the healing damage continuum and you start to improve. So the simplest thing you could do is try to adjust your running form in a way that decreases the loading and stress applied to the Achilles tendon. Provided all of those simple treatments you have already been doing are actually helping you, then you might actually get to a place where you can get back to running without aggravating the Achilles tendon. The risk with taking the time and effort to adjust your running form and see if that helps is simple. It will take time. But again, in the scenario you've probably, where you have this going on and you've had it for months or years, you've already wasted a whole lot of time without really running the way you really want to run anyway. In my mind, you know, there's some risk in attempting to change your running form and resuming running in that you could continue to injure your Achilles tendon But it sounds like you're already in a pretty stable state when you talk about this exact scenario we're talking about right here that we had on this call. Every cloud has a silver lining. For runners who have developed Achilles tendon injuries, my experience is that those runners have become very attuned to the changes and subtle sensations within the Achilles tendon. You notice this weird sort of tension that develops around the Achilles tendon when it becomes very slightly inflamed. You notice when you land a certain way when you're running, it can cause a sharp pain. Of course, as an experienced runner who has a very keen sense of what's going on with the sensations in your own body, you make adjustments appropriately. For that reason, this approach may not be as risky as some doctors think. Now, the second option is that you could try a short period of immobilization in a specific type of fractured walking boot designed to reduce the tension and stress on the Achilles tendon. If you've had an Achilles tendon issue for a long time, and it seems like you know you get a little bit better and then a little bit worse, you might actually be in a pretty good position for healing. It may simply be that the activities you're doing, like I said, the stress applied to the tendon on a day-to-day basis are simply canceling out the collagen regeneration and healing that's taking place within your tendon. If so, a short period of immobilization and dramatic reduction in the amount of stress and strain on the Achilles tendon may be sufficient to get you over that hump and let the actual healing in the tendon take place. The risk with this treatment is that any time you get immobilized in a fracture walking boot or a cast or any other external device like that, you will get weakness and stiffness in that lower extremity. So if you do that, you want to do it for the shortest time possible, the shortest time necessary. Well, the third approach is you could do something like a PRP injection. So PRP or platelet-rich plasma injection, that is an invasive procedure but it's just a needle. It's not nearly as traumatic or invasive as surgery. The platelet-rich plasma injection is designed to harness and concentrate all the healing cofactors that are within your platelets and deliver them directly into the damaged area of your tendon to stimulate a healing response. Now, many doctors will recommend this treatment before they would recommend you attempting making adjustments in your running form. And one reason they would recommend this is that they get paid for it. Let's face it, if I were to come see you in your home, bring a centrifuge, draw some blood out of your arms, spin down your blood, separate out the platelets, and then inject that into your tendon, I will get paid for doing that procedure. If I recommend you sign up for an online course like RunRx uh, to basically learn how to adjust your running form, I don't get paid anything. The person who made that course, Valerie, she gets paid but I don't even collect affiliate commissions on those referrals. So if you go sign up for Valerie's course at RunRx, that, you know, that doesn't, I don't get reimbursement for that. So your doctor may similarly be motivated to recommend treatments that actually involve reimbursement to the doctor. 
The second reason that your doctor would recommend the PRP injection is that she actually believes that injection is most likely to help you turn the corner and get you on the path to healing. So just because your doctor is going to get reimbursed for the PRP injection does not mean it is wrong that she offers that treatment to you. So if you have a PRP injection, though, you have to expect a period of immobilization in a fracture walking boot while using crutches. Not all, now I'll just say, not all doctors do it this way, but my experience has been that this is the most helpful approach I have found in runners. So if I did your PRP injection, I would definitely put you on crutches and in a fracture walking boot for a period of time. So expect some short period of disability immediately after the PRP injection. Now, also, because we take a large needle and poke it through the tendon multiple times, there is a small chance that you could actually have a rupture of the Achilles tendon because we've weakened the tendon when we did that injection and poked holes in it. So your doctor will almost certainly explain this risk to you when they have you sign a consent form before doing your PRP injection. Now, the last approach, the fourth of these approaches, is that you could have Achilles tendon surgery. Now, in my mind, when you decide to have surgery, you didn't lose the battle, you lost the war. Now, the idea with surgical intervention with Achilles tendon problems is that we will go in and cut out the Achilles tendon diseased and damaged portions of the collagen. And we sort of hope that with Achilles tendon surgery that we're going to remove that rotting portion of the tendon and prevent the spread of the damage and disease within the tendon. But make no mistake, we are not stimulating regeneration and replacement of all of that tissue that was injured. We are actually making the tendon smaller and weaker as a consequence of removing a portion of the tendon itself. It also may not surprise you to hear that the longest period of disability after any of these options is after surgery. You know, it does take a long time to recover and there is more risk with surgery than with any of these other treatments. Now, many of your closest friends, family members, and loved ones, the people who really care about you the most, they're going to tell you that you should just give up, throw in the towel, and have surgery. But we're not talking about removing a broken alternator from an automobile and replacing it with a brand new one. We're talking about trying to make a guess on what to remove, what to leave in place, and how to sew it up in a way that it will still be functional down the road when you're running. And remember, there are only two guarantees with any surgery. Number one, you will get a scar. Number two, you will get a bill, but that's it. So whenever you go into your doctor and you're trying to think about what you should do when you have an Achilles tendon problem, you should think about all of these four broad approaches. Each of these treatments have risk, but the risks are all very different. Now, I truly believe there is an appropriate solution for every runner with an Achilles tendon problem. Even if you tried many different approaches, if you're not getting better, but you just, you just haven't found the right approach for you. So if you're in this scenario where you really don't know what to do, you feel like you're getting better, you're getting worse, it's going back and forth, and you're trying to figure out what to do next, the most important exercise you can do right now is to sit down and figure out exactly what your goals are. And remember, your goal is not to get your Achilles tendon pain to go away. Your goal is to qualify for Boston. Your goal is to do Ironman Hawaii. Or your goal is to just run five miles with your spouse every Saturday without thinking about your Achilles tendon. So if you haven't done it yet, print out the runner's goal worksheet and fill it out. We have already created it for you, and it's at the docontherun.com uh, doc under the podcast section. Just go to the show notes for this particular episode, and you can find it there. Print it out. Fill it out. And it will help you get back on track and help you figure out what you really need to do and help you get back to running as quickly as possible. 
If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.